0: Crunch
1: time! You're listening to Crunch Time on Sports Radio 810, WHB. Crunch time! Crunch time! time.
0: You got that right, folks? Crunch time! We are live at Zardas Barbecue down here on 87th Street Parkway. You got it, folks. I'm going to tell you something. Mark Bo Richter is with me tonight, and we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. uh, If you're in traffic, if you're if you're like coming up 69 or something, and you're you're stuck in traffic and you're going. You know we got the we got snow supposed to be hitting here, we got cheese are playing on Saturday, we got tailgate stuff, we got to get stuff. This is the only place to come and get your stuff. They've got full slab of ribs for fifteen dollars. That's six dollars in change less than they normally sell a, a rack of ribs. Your kids over there. I was just. I'm right staring Your at him. Kid right, is sitting right. Yeah, he's you. getting ready. He's getting ready. <laughs> he's getting My ready. son
1: Lincoln's about ready to dive into it. But I think it goes till Sunday, right? It. It, all it, no, yeah. it goes to Saturday. Yeah. it goes till Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: Zarda Barbecue. They've got their smoking hot rib slab special to help cheer on the Chiefs in the playoffs. They are served at the Chiefs training camp, of course, for 30 years, and now you can eat like a Chief all weekend. $15 classic rib slabs at $6.50 off the daily twenty one fifty slab price. Folks, you can't beat this, and you can take as many slabs home that you want. I mean, my gosh, if you're having people over for the weekend, if you're having people over for, for the cheese game at your house, if you're going to Arrowhead, you can swing by here before you go to Arrowhead and, and, and pick up your ribs as well. Plus, here's the big deal. At 7 o'clock tonight... I am going to pull a name out of our 810 box over there, and that name and those people are going to get a plan, a tailgate plan here at Zarda Barbecue, the Hickory Pit Barbecue, for 15 guests. That's Zarda for 15 limited reserve burnt ends, pulled pork, sausage, burnt end beans, cheesy corn, coleslaw, pickles, small buns, plates, and plastic ware. You'll be ready to pick that up at uh, right here at Lenexa or at the Blue Springs location, whichever you're closest to. On Saturday, you won't be able to pick it up till Saturday. You can win it tonight at seven o'clock. I'm going to pull the name. You've got to come in to Zarda's Barbecue here. I am at the one on 87th Street Parkway. Okay, I'm right here. Sign up for the Zarda Barbecue special, and uh, you guys can. Uh, You guys can pick that up on Saturday for you and 15 guests, limited reserve burn-ends, pulled pork, sausage, burn-end beans, cheesy corn, coleslaw pickles, small buns, plates, and plasticware. Plus, you come in here and you can't call any order, but you can come here physically to this store, order the one in Blue Springs at 214 Northwest Highway 7. You walk in the door and you ask for the $15 slabs, and they are ready to go for you, folks. So... If you're stuck in traffic on 69, if you're stuck in traffic on I-70, or whatever you want to get into Blue Springs, or you want to get into this one, come on in right now. Pick up those slabs of ribs, and you will be a hero at home this weekend.
1: Am I eligible for this 15-person no, tailgate? You're not. Okay, because you know. It's Saran right Curtis and I could between the three of us, right? <laughs> on Saturday during the pregame show, could probably put that whole thing down. A bit. I, I, I think you probably could. You know, but <laughs> that's, folks, it's a on fantastic in here. opportunity.
0: Zarda here in Lanexa, one nine one three one West Eighty Seventh Street Parkway. And it's Zarda in Blue Springs, two fourteen Northwest Highway Seven in Blue Springs, Missouri. The fifteen dollar classic rib slabs on sale. Well, fifteen dollars. And remember everything here is fifteen. And we think we know why yeah, everything is on. I'm not sure why that is. Yeah, absolutely. is uh, a little guy playing quarterback here. Got to get your thoughts on this football game. We'll, we'll dissect a lot of it. Mark Bo Richter is joining me tonight here at the Zarda Barbecue. We'll also have Dave Calabro. He's the sports director at the NBC affiliate in Indianapolis, who also knows Andrew Luck really well. He does a little thing called Inside the Huddle with Andrew Luck every week. They've gotten to know each other. We'll talk to him a little a little bit about the Colts, where they are in this situation. But, What are your initial thoughts for this game, for this matchup, Chiefs and Colts? Well,
1: it's been an interesting week, (laughs) I would say, already (laughs) in Kansas City, or the last week and a half, because we all know about the playoff demons of the home playoff uh, record here of the Kansas City Chiefs at home. And I was a part of one of those teams in 2003 uh, against the Colts in the no-punt game. And, you know, this city just wants this team to advance in the playoffs, right? I think – this team is a lot better than the 0-3 the team that I played on, just just to get that out of the way. but Again, that was a team that didn't have a very good defense. We didn't have a good defense okay. then, and, and I am still worried about the defense. Yes. But right now this team has an opportunity, and I don't want to say it's Super Bowl or bust by any means, but I think a lot of people in Kansas City see that because they're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel for the first time in a while. With the quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, number 15, that that can put a team on his shoulders. Um, I don't necessarily care when I say it's been an interesting week. I don't necessarily care that it's the Colts coming in here, or whether it would have been the Chargers or the Ravens, because I think everybody would still have the same feeling going into this game as yeah, a fan sure. of 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 the playoff losses of 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 past years at home, uh, including the last couple. So. Uh, it's been an interesting week to, to listen to sports talk uh, all, all week, to listen to people in the t- in in the community here talk about things. And I've had a lot of people come up to me this week and, and ask questions about this game. So my initial thoughts are is I'm trying to keep tell people just calm down, okay, just calm down. This is a really good Kansas City Chiefs football team that we have here in Kansas City. And it's a different team than years past. It's a different team than last year because you have a different quarterback. Um It's a different year. I know the Colts have won 10 out of their last 11 games, but this team, I think, is poised to make a run. And I I think that getting over the hump of of winning on Saturday will do it justice. And I've heard this talked a lot about this is the hardest game for this team is this opening round. Uh, It doesn't matter who's going to come in potentially in the second round should they win on Saturday at all. This is the the hardest one. Well, I I think it is the hardest one because it's their first one. (laughs) You know, they've been sitting around for a week. that's what that's really what it is it's you've got yourself all season long to get into the dance and not just get into the dance he did the work to get the number one seed. so if you want to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC that comes through Kansas City and you still got to stand up and 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 beat your chest a little bit if you're if you're one of the players on the teams that hey it comes through us here in Kansas City and and I think they are I love the mindset of this team I think Andy Reid's a tremendous coach He'll have them ready to go on Saturday. This is a good Indianapolis Colts team coming in. They've been playing really, really well. They've got some momentum. You know, with the Chiefs dropping a few games here down the stretch, you All sit right. there and worry about that a little bit. They lost three of their bit. last six. Yeah, they lost three of their last six, but, well, you know what? That's bound to happen when you get out to the start that they got on in a lot of ways. So, you still in, it, in this season at 12-4. and four. You got the bye week. You got some guys rested up, potentially coming back, which I know we'll talk about in a little bit as well, but, I like the odds on Saturday. I like the opportunity for this Kansas City Chiefs team, and I think they'll win. And I think they'll win handily. And I think they got to play from in front. They got to play from in front and dictate the pace of this game. And I think they'll be just fine.
0: Okay, all the players have heard about the past problems with the playoffs. How much does any of that play in their heads? Is it back in a? Do they compartmentalize it? That they just listen? That wasn't us. That ancient history. You know, we weren't involved, uh, this whole new team, we got number 15 playing quarterback. Does any of that enter their mind when they hear, well, there was a no-punt game, there was, We were. you were up 38-10 against this team one time in the past and lost that football game? Does any of that enter a player's mind?
1: Well, I think it entered their minds this week when they got peppered with all the questions from us in the media asking right. about it. But I don't think it does. I think... The last two years of losing to Pittsburgh and losing to Tennessee at home, I think those are the ones that really – that irked the guys that are still in this roster Um, because those were missed opportunities. But I also think this is a different feeling around this team this year. I've noticed it in just watching and listening to the guys talk, and and I've been fortunate enough as being alumni and part of the Chiefs Ambassadors group of alumni guys to get to know some of the guys throughout the course of the year a little bit. We've done some appearances with them, things like that, spent some time – early on in the year with some of the guys that it's just a different vibe when you talk to people at arrowhead uh internally it's a different vibe over there right now than even it was last year this there's a um, an era of excitement that that they haven't had there before and an area of confidence i think that they haven't had before it's it's always kind of been a little bit hey we've had this 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 good team we feels good but Oh, by the way, you know, as our quarterback, we still have a conservative quarterback
0: in Alex Smith, <laughs> yeah, right, you know, exactly.
1: now this year it's the defense, but I think that people's nerves are calmed a little bit about that at Arrowhead and within that team a little bit because they know how explosive they are on offense, and they know they got a guy that, you know, if we get the ball in his hands at the end of the game, we've got a pretty darn good shot to still win no matter what happens defensively.
0: Yeah, so th- I think that's a big, I think the biggest question mark course defense, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Let's talk about this just a little. I know Kevin talked about he talked to uh, He talks to Patrick Mahomes every week. He said he got the, the feel for the different vibes. Seren was out there this week. He said the same thing. But when Kevin said he talked to Patrick Mahomes, he said he really seemed amped up and ready to play. When I hear amped up and quarterback, that makes me nervous because Patrick Mahomes a couple times this year in the first quarter misses wide, wide open yep. Travis Kelsey, misses a couple other big plays because he's – He's amped. I mean, the kid's got that rocket for an army. He just overthrows people or throws it into the ground a little bit too hard or whatever. Do you worry about him being a rookie, being in this kind of situation, it's his first ever, and being too amped up? Well, I think with him,
1: I don't necessarily worry about it, but I think you got to figure it out and get it in check a little bit because we saw it early on in the New England game uh, early this year in the first quarter where he missed some wide open receivers. Yes. and And he did that throughout the course of the year a little bit. And, and you sit there and look at it and go, okay, early on in this game, I think it's important for them to get him in a rhythm early. And and that's not necessarily taking a deep shot down the field. It's it's just get him in a rhythm and get him in the flow of the game early. And, and I don't worry about that. In the back of my mind, as I sit here as a former player now and as a fan and an analyst as I look at this, the one thing I worry about with him is he really hasn't had a bad game yet this year, right? <laughs> you know what? And so you I've sit said there. That that that's the one thing week. to me. That's the one thing that that <laughs> that's the me only doubt in my mind right now. Which isn't a big doubt by any means. I'll tell you that it's not a big doubt, but that's the only thing in my mind that 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 has me worried about this game. And that's I shouldn't say the only thing because the defense does a little bit. But mm-hmm. from an offensive standpoint, is that what if he's off? You know, a little bit. And, and, it, and it lasts for three or four quarters, not just a quarter or, or a series or two. I think the big thing with him is I don't think the stage is going to be too big on Saturday. I don't think that at all. I think he's going to be ready to go. I think he's juiced. I think if you're worried about, in some cases, everybody's going to be too amped up to start this game because you've had to sit around for two weeks and wait for it. And, and you've had to sit around for a week now knowing who your opponent was going to be. They're going to be jacked. They're going to be amped up, and they're all going to be ready to go.
0: And the fans are going to be just absolutely, you know, I I said the same thing to Kevin and Seren this week. I said, the only thing I worry about is he hasn't had that game. Yeah. Andrew Lux had that game. You know, they got shut out. (laughs) You just go, you know, you you just got. they got, they got shut out. And it's, um, it's just, it's, it's crazy to think that. And to me, no one believes he can have that game. You know, no one believes that, that's going to happen, you know, that they're going to score, they're going to score enough points, and they're going to win the football game. And you just go, the other teams over there looking at it like this, are the Indies over there or anybody else, if we can hold them under 30, if we can keep them 29, 28, 27, whatever it is, we got a chance. If they get out 35 or, or they get the 40 points or whatever, then we're, we're in deep trouble because we probably won't be able to keep up with them at that point. But that's – so one thing you worry about is that – what that game? That did he just? is He's just not going to be there. I think that when I look at it
1: too, he has had games all year where he has not made bad decisions. That's yes. the thing. You, there's been maybe one or two that I can think of all year long that were really like a bad decision. Otherwise, you know, some of his interceptions have come at the end of a uh, end of the half, sometimes when it really didn't matter. There's only been, I think, I'm trying to remember which game it was, maybe the Jacksonville game where he threw two picks yes. early. I think that may have been the one. But, but what's unique about him is you don't see it snowball, which is why I don't – there's still a little doubt, but there's not – I still feel confident in it because if he goes out and throws an interception, we've seen him come right back, and it doesn't dwell on those things. Or even two in a row, he doesn't dwell on those. He just keeps, continues to come – this kid's different. He's wired differently, and – I don't know how else you can look at it, but he's just truly wired differently when it comes down to it.
0: Yeah, he he really is, and you know it's just the be amped up, and the whole thing. You just go, you know, hopefully not. Hopefully this isn't the game. Hopefully he, he doesn't have that game. And the and the only other overview thing I'll tell I'll say is this: is when you look at this football team and where they are, and they're the number one seed, and they can play the A.C. championship game in Arrowhead and, and go play in the Super Bowl, you better take advantage of it while you got it. There's no guarantee. Anywhere that they'll ever be the number one seed again. Now, I, I believe they will. They're going to have a 15 to 17 year run with this kid. They're going to—he's going to get better. Uh, they'll probably always try to surround him with really good people mm-hmm. as far as uh, his skilled players are concerned. But if you're in this situation and you get on a roll, there's no guarantee you're ever going to get back here. So you better take advantage of this right now. You got to take advantage of it right now.
1: And I think for me. It, it, as this year's progressed, I've looked at this and said, "Okay, this team needs to get to the AFC Championship game at least, right?" Well, now it's at home too, yes. right? right? So you got to take advantage of it. But if it doesn't work out for you this year, it's not the end of the world, as you're as you're as you're talking about. Because let's back up to the beginning of this year, with, when Patrick Mahomes was coming into this, I thought this team would take a little bit of a step back, especially early on, because they ran a little bit of a gauntlet early on in their schedule. I didn't expect them to be 12 and four this year and play as well as they did overall. So I think at the end of the day, you know, if this team gets wins Saturday and gets the AFC Championship, that's great. But when you have the number one seed and you're playing all your playoff games at home, then all you have to do is win the game. Yeah. I know it's a simple, simple thing to say, all you have to do is win. But you have got to take advantage of that if you're the number one seed. It's different if you're the number two seed. It's different if you're the number three seed or number four where you eventually have to go on the road at some point. But if everything runs through you know, your stadium, your town, because of where you're at, and all the work you did in 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 the regular season to get there, in this case for the Chiefs at 12 and four, you do have to take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you really do. You just, you know, that, that's the one thing you worry about. You know, you're gonna have them for a long time, but every time you get that opportunity to do this, you've really got to take advantage of it. In fact, you know, preseason before this all started, I picked them to go nine and seven, and Patrick Mahomes would be 25 and 15. Yeah. I, I, okay. I thought that I might mean, be around the 10 and strong, 6 mark. You know, I, I thought I'd be right in there, 9 yeah. and 7, 10 and 6 too, oh. but
1: I thought we'd see some more growing pains in what we have. Yeah. And that's the part I – it wasn't about his talent level. We knew – I think everybody knew. And if anybody who watched him at training camp even a year ago knew what, what this kid had for talent, right. it was whether it was going to be put together. And I don't think anybody – and I, I would be remiss if – probably if some people at arrowhead didn't actually i mean they're they're not going to say it now but but actually look at and say okay we didn't had the potential they knew the talent was there they knew the potential that was there but i don't think they 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 really knew that he was going to come out and and be on fire like he was this year
0: man it's just been incredible he's been a lot of fun to watch 50 touchdowns over five thousand yards blew away everybody's expectations when he came in here and it's uh it's been a great ride uh, you know, I, I pick them to win, but I think it's going to be a very close game. I know a lot of other guys are picking them to win by double digits. That's fine. That'd be great. I'd love to see that. But when you have a team coming in here that's very, very confident in what they're doing, they're young. They don't know any better. Okay. And they've been playing great defense the last 10, 11 games. I think their offensive lines only allowed him to be, uh, Andrew Luck, to be sacked 18 times all season only one in the last six games, something like that, that's uh, that's pretty incredible. So I think they're going to be up against it. I think uh, Indy's pretty good. I think Frank Reich's a pretty doggone good coach, so we'll have to see what happens.
1: He is. They've got some players on that other side. They I, do. I tell you what, they, this is not a slouch of a team coming in by any means. And they got off to a slow start. But they are playing about as well as anybody is in the National Football League right now and the Indianapolis Colts are yeah, for that's sure. Fine.
0: Okay, we're gonna, we talked a lot about Patrick Mahomes there, and we we're going to do more of an overview. But we'll come back, talk a little bit more about that. We can talk about the playoff history. I think everybody knows that. Uh, there's some pretty scary numbers there. But, again, this is a different team. I think we really have to talk about uh, the Chiefs defense mm-hmm. and where they're, what they're going to try to do to stop Andrew Luck uh, and Marlon Mack in the running game. Could have some sloppy conditions out there. Uh, it's supposed to snow starting 6 p.m. tomorrow night. And if that's going to happen, folks, and you don't want to run out and get some stuff, i got a place for you to go. That's where Mark Richter and I are sitting right now. We're at Zarda Hickory Pit Barbecue. We're at the one here in Lenexa. 11931 West 87th Street Parkway in Lanexa. Also, the Zardin Blue Springs has the same deal, folks. They've got $15 classic rib slabs. Yes, they are the same slabs that would normally cost you twenty one fifty. dollars That's a $6.50 discount on those uh, slabs of ribs. And you get as many slabs as you want. So you can walk up there and order 10. You got your own own party to uh, to handle On Saturday, go on up there and order the $15 Classic Ribs. Plus, you come in, you sign up here at this location here at uh, Zarda Barbecue on West 87th Parkway. At 7 o'clock, I'm going to pull a name out of there, and you're going to win a Zarda catering plan for a tailgate for you and 14 of your friends. It will feed up to 15 guests, limited reserve burn-ins, pulled pork, Sausage, burn end beans, cheesy corn, coleslaw, pickles. We're all salivating here. Small buns, plates, and plasticware are all included. Ready for a pickup at their Blue Springs or next location. The one here you will get when you sign up will be for free, but you can also order those. At either location for a pickup on Saturday. And if you win this event tonight, if you win this drawing tonight, you can pick it up on Saturday. You don't have to come in and pick it up tonight, and you don't have to be present. So just come in, sign up, put your name in a box, and you may win a tailgate for you and 15 friends. Limited reserve burn ends, pulled pork, sausage, burn end beans, cheesy corn, coleslaw, pickles, small buns, and all your plates and plasticware. Come join us tonight. We are at Zarda Hickory Pit Barbecue here on West 87th Street Parkway in Lanexa The most powerful sports station in America has a home in Kansas City. This is Sports Radio 810 WHB. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time. I'm here with Mark Bo Richter. We are at Zarda's in Lanexa, one one nine three one. West 87th Street Parkway here in Wenexa. Don't forget they have Zarda in Blue Springs, 214 Northwest Highway 7 in Blue Springs, Missouri. Zarda Barbecue, Kansas City's barbecue tailgate headquarters, and they are proving it once again. They have a smoking hot rib slab special to help cheer on the Chiefs in the playoffs. They've been serving the Chiefs at training camp for over 30 years. Now you can eat like a Chief all weekend. You're ready. $15 $15 classic rib slabs. They are normally twenty one fifty. all eight, and it's not like limited one per person. You can come in and order as many ribs as you want as long as they last, $15 classic rib slabs. If you come in and join Mark and I right here at the Zarda Inland Exit, come over near our, our broadcast table, sign up, put your name in the box. People have been doing it all day, and you could win a tailgate for $15 friends of yours and you would pick it up on saturday that means if you're going to the game you can pick it up prior to game take it with you to arrowhead or you pick it up prior to game and take it home if you have 15 friends which i don't uh (laughs) you can can eat a lot of it yourself so and on that tailgate special that you can win if you come in here and sign up limited reserve burn-ins pulled pork sausage burn-in beans cheesy corn coleslaw pickles small buns plates and plasticware and you can pick that up on saturday before your tailgate and don't forget 15 dollar hickory smoke slabs through saturday you can pick them up pre-game for you and you can beat snowmageddon it's supposed to be happening tomorrow at six o'clock i don't know bring it on uh, bring it's it on playoff as, time, long, baby. as long as you have ribs who cares so Mark Bo Richter and I are here, so come on in and sign up for that. I'll be picking a winner at seven o'clock, so it's not like trying to win the lottery. Uh, you'll be uh, you have a pretty good chance to win that tailgate right here at Zarda. Okay, we've it long enough. Every time I bring up the defense <laughs> this week or that, all they all they retort is Patrick Mahomes. That's right. So you say, well, the defense, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but the deep, no, Patrick Mahomes. So what are your thoughts? Scary. Defense is scary. Uh, the defense, defense is scary. Is scary
1: um and you know it it, it's been so inconsistent all year long and that's the thing to me that that is scary about this early on in the season uh you could look which feels like forever ago now yeah um but in September this defense was really good at at getting off the field on third downs at least they were always going to give up a lot of yards um, hopefully keep some guys and some teams out of the end zone, but but we're able to get out on third down. And then for whatever reason late in the season here, it has really been a struggle for them to get any stops whatsoever. And that's the part that concerns me with, with Andrew Luck, and you mentioned Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton and and this team coming in. And then the offensive line for Indianapolis Colts is really, really good. That Quentin Nelson kid, is a, he's not a kid. he's a
0: He's a, <laughs> he's a, man. a grown man um i've I've never seen a guy have so many pancakes oh it's
1: unbelievable i mean he he is unbelievable all pro and, and there's a reason they picked him at number six overall but this offense is for the colts um is not necessarily a high powered offense but they can get you you know and the defense for the kansas city chiefs has struggled all year long with identity and and for me that identity as i've looked at it is and, and I'm not trying to say that there hasn't been the effort there by some of the players, but it's a it's a mentality aspect to me that that's lacking for them. It's it's a mentality of 11 guys running to the football and wanting to make the tackle, and and the old cliche of coaching we're all going to rally to the football and you know and meet at the ball and and everything like that. But but this defense doesn't do that for whatever reason from time to time, and that's why I say it's a it's a mentality and an effort piece because you'll see guys that aren't that far away. And I'm not talking about a corner completely on the opposite side when the toss sweep goes the you know right. the opposite direction from him, but I'm talking linebackers on the backside or a safety on the backside or a D lineman that really isn't that far away that just kind of says, oh, kind of looks and, and, and lacks the overall effort to go to the football because it's like, oh, somebody else will make the tackle.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And then you get in situations where, and, I, and I'm chalking this up to a little bit of a rookie mistake when... You know, Tremont Smith in the Seattle game on the third and long comes up and misses the tackle. I mean, he left his feet to make the t- miss the tackle and, and to try to make the tackle, I should say. And, and we did that. That's just situational awareness and understanding that, you know, the guy caught the ball at six, seven yards, and it's third and 15, you know. Jump just, on his just, back and ride just him down. Just break down and make the tackle sure. in that situation. You don't have to come in and try to take his feet out. Just, just make the tackle in that situation and get off the field. So – you know, the situational aspect has, has been a problem for them all year, I thought. Um, the one thing that's kept this defense from really being the doormat of the league is the pass rush this year. Uh, the emergence of Chris Jones in the pass rush. D Ford has taken a step forward. Justin Houston has been okay this year. He's been good. Um, he's not the Justin Houston of old. I think we've all realized that, you know. Um, but he's made timely plays. And, and that's what you need out of a veteran like him in, in these situations in the playoffs. So, this is going to be a challenge for them on saturday it's the one facet of this game that that worries me on this defense is they've got it's to be a big facet it is a big facet <laughs> but but more importantly it's it's getting a, just get a few stops in key situations Make and them punts and the one thing outside of you know until they got to the Oakland game here a couple weeks ago they hadn't turned any teams over in a while like true turnovers and they come out against Oakland and and in the first half and now I'm not the Daniel Sorensen pick, we can throw that out the window because that was a miscommunication on offense and that was a gift, okay? But he still intercepted the ball and he still went took it to the house for the pick six. But the force and the fumble on one of the opening possessions, right. those types of plays need to happen in the playoffs. You, This defense has to make a couple of those. They don't need a ton of them. You don't have to turn the other team over four times, but you need two of those, and you need two or three of those, and you need a couple in a key spot potentially. And more importantly, I think you need a key third down stop when when you need to get it. And, and I know that sounds silly when I say it, but if there's a point in the second quarter where you know Indianapolis is driving down before halftime, you know, with two minutes or so on the clock, type of thing, they may not be in their complete two minute offense, but you got to make a play and get off the field and get the ball back to Patrick Mahomes to see if you can right. score before half. Even if you just stop him for three. exactly, even if even you stop them for a three, ball. that's yeah. the thing if. Even if you stop them to three, but giving up seven points every single time, right. and not getting off the the field, because the formula for the Colts to me on Saturday is going to be run the football against this defense. Mm-hmm. They're gonna pick their shots with with Andrew Luck, and, and, and they will take, take those shots, And Ty though. Hilton they down the do field, it. and they will take those shots. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna test this Chiefs defense in the running game, and to me, that's gonna be their formula for success. If I'm the Indianapolis Colts coming in and looking at it, is doing that because. I'm going to try to limit the amount of possessions that Patrick Mahomes has and the Kansas City Chiefs offense. When they score 45 points, they've got a lot of possessions. But this this Chiefs team has not had a ton of possessions offensively a lot and they've still been successful in one games. But how do you how do you counteract that is you still limit the amount of possessions. That's yeah, what that's, right. that's what Indianapolis has to do. So and with the weather as we mentioned before coming in, it, it could be one of those ugly games that you're going to have to grind it out on the on the ground and and you know, Chris Jones, to me, is the key player on Saturday on defense. And the reason I say that is, you know, he's been dominant all year long. He's been dominant in the run game. He's been dominant in the pass game from a defensive end position in the 3-4 defense. He's going to be inside, and he's going to have big Quentin Nelson to go against. Yes. And that's going to be a battle to watch all game long, and that's going to be a fun one to watch. But but he's got to come to play, and I think he will on Saturday. But, but to me, he's going to be the key.
0: Yeah, and the other the other interesting part for me, we haven't seen Andrew Luck play a lot the last few years because he's been injured. All of a sudden, he's in this is, this year. Yeah, I forgot he's more mobile than you remember him being. He picked up a couple first downs against Houston. They running the football. I know he doesn't want to make. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have that. He doesn't kind look of, good running it. Right. He doesn't look good but for a
1: guy that doesn't look good running it. He yeah. can move
0: better than he's given credit for he, for sure. Move, and he's a, he's a big guy. Yep. He's a strong guy. He's a he's a Roethlisberger light. Okay, thank mm-hmm. goodness he doesn't yes. weigh three hundred pounds. But uh, but he's a hard guy to bring down. Uh, he can slip some tackles. And to me, I, when I watched him in Houston, I said, "Geez, I didn't realize. I forgot that he was he was more mobile than that." Now you want to keep him in the pocket. He wants to stay in the pocket. And uh, and I also think that they will try to help on defense on the side where Justin Houston is. Or on offense on where the side Justin Houston is. Maybe leave a tight end in or somebody else to, to help him block because the Chiefs are going to play that man-to-man defense. The thing you want to do is isolate T.Y. Hilton on somebody. If he can isolate T.Y. Hilton on somebody, he's going to be in pretty good shape because there ain't nobody over there that can watch T.Y. Hilton.
1: No, the secondary has been a challenge. Everything on the defensive side has been a challenge all year. I mean, it has. So, um, But with Andrew Luck, the big thing with Andrew Luck is he's been getting the ball out really, really quick this year, Yes, faster than he has in previous years. It makes it really difficult to get to the quarterback and get a pass rush. So it is going to put a little more pressure on the secondary as well. Um, and I think if you're the Chiefs, you got to get a lead early. You got to play from in front and help your defense out. And, yeah. and I know you got to play complementary football, but helping your defense out by getting the lead early will help. Will
0: help this. Will help Bob Sutton and this defense. The last thing you want is for Indianapolis to lead. Oh, that's that's his a not, twenty-one to nothing. Look, something. if you go if you go down seven nothing, nothing, I'm not talking. Yeah, I'm
1: not talking seven right. nothing. Right, that, if that first drive they go down and score, we may all be going oh girl oh goodness, here we go. Oh, but know. that's exactly right. But yeah, you don't want to get it. You don't want to spot them a fourteen point lead. Anything nope. like seventeen point lead anywhere in that in that capacity at all, because then you're in trouble. Uh, and then Indianapolis is dictating the game to you. So I think it really comes down to – It takes the crowd out of it, it too. It takes the crowd out of it, too, at that point, because then everybody's heading – if you're on the club level, heading to the club level, everybody's heading to the – you know, the, the concourse is down to the warm up and grab more exactly. you know, more beverages and saying, here we go again, right, exactly. type of thing. So you've got to play from in front. It'll help It'll help the crowd. It'll help the defense.
0: All right, folks. We uh, Mark, Bo Richter, and I are at Zardas. We are at the Zarda here in Lenexa, 11931 West 87th Street Parkway. You've got a less than a half hour now to come in and sign up. Uh, you can win a tailgate for 15 people, limited reserve burnt ends, pulled pork, sausage, burnt end beans, cheesy corn, coleslaw, and pickles. And that will be picked up on Saturday. We'll pull the name out today, but that will be picked up on Saturday. Plus, just incredible. They have that rib slab special going on right now. In honor of Patrick Mahomes, number 15, $15 for a classic rib slabs as many classic rib slabs as you want to take home with you tonight, folks. And it'll go all the way through Saturday. Normally they're $21.50. They're just $15 all the way through Saturday, and uh, you just can't beat that deal. You can pick up that deal at Zarda here in Lenexa and Zarda in Blue Springs at 214 Northwest Highway 7. Don't forget, if you're stuck in traffic on 69, stuck in traffic on 70, pull off, go to Zarda's, Pick up your ribs, and you're going to be a hero when you get home. And if you're coming to the one line next sign up, I'm going to pick a name. At 7 o'clock, you can win a tailgate for you and 15 guests. Limited reserve burn-ins, pulled pork, sausage, burn-in beans, cheesy corn, coleslaw, and pickles. Small buns included and plates and plasticware included as well. So come on down and join us. You still have some time. When we come back from this break, Dave Calabro is going to join us. He is. He works. He's a sports director at the NBC affiliate in Indianapolis, and he does a weekly post-game interview with Andrew Luck. It's called Inside the Huddle. We'll talk to Dave. He's here in Kansas City, but he obviously is working a little bit, and we'll talk to him in a few minutes right here on Top. Kansas City's hometown sports station,
1: Sports Radio 810 WHB.
0: All right, welcome back to Crunch Time. Mark Bowe, Richter, and I are here, and uh, we are at Zarda Barbecue on 87th Street Parkway. Lots of people in there, lots of people uh, taking advantage of that rib special. Just $15 for a classic rib slab, as many as you want, as long as they last. Come on in and pick them up for the weekend. Uh, you can be the hero of your party at home or hero of your tailgate party. You also have about 15 minutes now to sign up until 7 o'clock. I'm going to pull a name out of the box in there, and you'll win a tailgate for 15 people, limited reserve burn-ins, pulled pork, sausage, burn-in beans, cheesy corn, coleslaw, pickles, small buns, plates, and plasticware all included. you got about uh, 15 minutes to uh, come in and sign up, and we will make that drawing at 7 o'clock tonight. But you can pick up those $15 uh, slabs of ribs, All the way through Saturday. So they will be available That's $6.50 less than they normally sell for. So that is a terrific deal. Mark Bo Richter and I are here. We're trying to get a hold of Dave Calabro, TV guy from NBC. Uh, I know being on these trips in the past what it's like. Everybody thinks, oh, you're going on vacation out of Kansas City to go cover a playoff game, are you? That's right. Uh, Not exactly. You're working morning, noon, and night. Uh, filling up all the newscasts, and you're basically here by yourself. So it uh, I guess would be a pretty tough situation. But uh, let's talk about Andrew Luck a little bit. Uh, moves around a little bit better than we thought. Uh, running game's great. That helps him out. Offensive line is great. Helps him out. Uh, your thoughts about him facing the team in Arrowhead and outdoors in what will be probably a sloppy field.
1: Well, I think it's tremendous the year he's had coming back, first of all. There's a lot of talk about whether he was even play again, you know, what I mean? right, Just exactly. at, at all, based on the, the issues they had a year ago with his shoulder and where he was at, with all that. Um, so, you know, him coming back was obviously a huge boost, and, and I think you look at him and a quarterback and their situation right now, um, playing about as well as any quarterback in the league within their offense, and. Yeah, we all know he's not going to be as flashy as Patrick Mahomes is, but but he's an execution style of quarterback. He's going to execute, and they're going to run the football, but they're going to take their shots with Andrew Luck. And, and we talked about his mobility. You know, you want to keep him in the pocket and yeah. make him throw it from there, but he's not going to necessarily beat you with his legs, but he can beat you with his legs. Yeah. But but his the weapons around him with T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack and, and Ebron, the tight end – Right um you know he's got the weapons around him to do some damage and and you know you forget now that that he's been around a while too that's the other part to me it feels like he was just a rookie you yeah, know right. but, we, but we're going he still back
0: does because he hasn't played very
1: much i know and that's the thing that that's crazy to me about it is you you almost forgot that 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 he's he's a you know he's a he's a i don't want to call him a grizzled vet. he looks like a grizzled yeah he does <laughs> but but looks like his Adam's. experience level i think you know, you almost take for granted because he hasn't played in a year or two uh, until this year. So when I look at it, he's a dangerous quarterback. He's extremely cerebral. And, and you're going to try to do some things to to confuse him. But, I mean, he's going to be the NFL's comeback player of the year, right. I believe. Um, and truly, for once, they're going to actually truly have a comeback player of the year who actually came back after injury as yes, opposed right. to just not having a good year one year. But I think he's, he's dangerous. And – You've got to do some things to try to confuse him. You've got to try to get some interceptions from him, you know, get to the quarterback and, and knock him. The, the reason he's played so well this year, and I mentioned it earlier, is he's getting the ball out faster now than he ever has in his career. And that's the thing that, that concerns me because the strength of this, if there is a strength of this Chiefs defense, it is the pass rush. And Saturday, with the weather going to be the way it is, You know, you can make whatever case you want for dome teams coming in here and that sort of thing. And he plays the majority. And the numbers back it up. I mean, the numbers back it up in terms of dome teams in the playoffs, having to play outside of weather. Um, But but they're going to be prepared. And it's going to be interesting to me to see with this weather coming in, how bad it actually gets, Um, how much does it actually affect the game. Because I I think it gives the offense an advantage. I've heard some people say, well, it's going to negate the Chiefs' speed and what they do and different things. Well, look, if Tyreek Hill is streaking down the field in a straight <laughs> line or only has to make one cut, he's still going to be doing it. It, it gives you the advantage on offense if the footing is somewhat bad because you know where you're going as a receiver. You know where those cuts are going to be taking place. It gives the offense the advantage again. Um, but what concerns me is the way the Colts can run the football and with Andrew Luck and then they can do all their play action off sure. of it because it sets up everything. If they can run the football effectively, the Colts can. Um, it's going to be a long afternoon on Saturday. Yeah, well, the
0: thing for me is, too, is the fact that uh, they say the thing the negates, I mean, if, if the Chiefs slow down, so the Colts. Right. I mean, come on. Uh, they're, they're both playing it. In it. Not, My both deal playing. is is trying if to get a push if you're Chris Jones. Right. Okay, trying to get your feet under you and keep Monday and they're not slipping and you're not getting – too much traction or something like a Justin Houston same way. But Justin can, you know, make one move and get around a tackle cuz the tackle's going to be in the same situation as he is. Let's look at the other side of the ball. What Tampa 2? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they've only played I think they've played less than 70, 70 plays, less than 70 defensive snaps man to man. Everything else has been zone defense in the Tampa 2. What 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 opportunities does that open for the Chiefs? And what is there? Are there any drawbacks to it? I know probably going deep well, is probably a little bit of I a think, problem. first of
1: all, when you look at their defense, you know, somebody asked, you could ask, why are they playing so much zone? You know, why, to your point of hardly playing any man at all all year long. Part of it's knowing your defense and knowing who you've got. And there are advantages and disadvantages to everything. That's why we see Bob Sutton's disadvantages sometimes with with the man-to-man all the time, or the majority wanting to play bump and run, press man-to-man, where the Colts on defense are, are vulnerable, even in the in the Tampa 2. So for those wondering, it's a two-deep zone, so you have two safeties deep. Your corners are playing the flat route, uh, and carrying vertical receivers. How you want to attack them is up the field and in the seams. And four verticals is one of the best ways to do it. Uh, because you can get your receivers open on the outside, in between the corners and the safeties, and, and your inside seam routes or your inside verticals hold the safeties a little bit. Now, this Colts team has been vulnerable to the tight end all year long, right. and that's the one weakness they've had is is making tight ends look like every everybody look like Travis Kelsey every single week. That's what they've that's what they've done. But it's kind of like pick your poison. They they don't want to give up the deep ball over over the top. But down the middle of the field in that Tampa 2 sort of defense, the middle linebacker has got to get some depth. Okay, He's got to get depth because he's got to carry the verticals. Now where that comes into play, to me, you can still try to attack the field vert, uh, vertically and, and attack it deep with those four verticals. But where it also comes in is then your running back and Damian Williams and your underneath routes and your checkdowns come in because that middle linebacker vacates. There's openings to catch the ball, make a guy miss for the running back, and then get up the field and gave him some extra yards. That's a conservative style of defense. It's it's it, When I say conservative, they're not going to take a lot of chances. However, in the game against the Texans, Houston tried to spread them out a lot. And I know Houston was coming from behind, but they brought a lot of secondary blitzes and played zone behind it. A lot of blitzes off the slot to try to get at Deshaun Watson, I think. I don't think Patrick Mahomes, you know, is going to be as affected by that, but they're going to have to – the Chiefs are going to have to pay attention and travel – uh, Travis Kelsey's is a part of this. Right. Patrick Mahomes is a part of this. And finding out where those hot routes are coming because they will bring secondary blitzes.
0: That's one of the things. And they got a pretty darn good middle linebacker too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't bad either. <laughs> no, he's going to be rookie of the year, right? Yeah. Defensive rookie of the year. The, uh, the, the, the other thing is, too, is this is where you miss a player like Kareem Hunt. He's really him, And now Sammy Watkins is going to be back, and that's great. We don't know if he's 100% or close, but he's he's going to have to draw some attention. And I think that's why, you know, they haven't scored as much. with those guys not in the lineup anymore, or, you know, they weren't. And now Sammy Watkins come back. But this is where you really miss a guy like Kareem Hunt who can come out of the backfield and catch that ball and go.
1: Well, that's where I look at Spencer Ware this week, too. I know he's still questionable he's, and to see yeah, where he's at. I don't, at. Think, yeah, I don't who, think we're going to see him. Who knows where that's at? But the, the one thing about Damian Williams is, is – He's, he's more of a jitterbug type of back. I love his explosiveness and when I say fast, fast the ability for a big play. But but the one thing that's disappointed me a little bit about him is he doesn't finish off runs at the end. Even, And I'm not talking a three-, four-yard run finishing it off. I'm talking about some of the times he's been in space. And instead of, you know, I know you got to make a business decision every once in a while and not go looking for contact every single time. But, you know, I want to see him punish it. That's the one thing for the Chiefs offense. Can they run the football efficiently? or in short-yarded situations, or if the weather is the way it is. But hopefully getting Sammy Watkins back makes a big difference because you can look at the last four, five, six games that he's been out. It's been more than that, I believe. But the last five, six games, I've really had to play without him. This offense has been different. He, He provides a different dynamic because now there's an additional weapon that the defense has to truly account for. And he is so good once he has the ball in his hands and running after the catch, he almost becomes a running back. Yeah. So he plays a big role. And then if you also look at, the, you know, the injury side of things, we haven't mentioned this yet, but Eric Berry, you know, what, what's going to happen with that? Um, you know, I know a lot of Chiefs fans want him to come back and want him to be ready to go. At this point, you know, I, I don't want to disappoint Chiefs fans, and, and I love Eric Berry and everything else, and I'm not writing him off whatsoever when I say this. But And I don't think they should shut him down necessarily, but if he's not going to be able to play the entire game on Saturday, you don't dress him. I'm sorry, you've played enough games without him this year. You're almost used to playing he, he, without him. He takes up an extra guy suited up that potentially you may need, and and you basically play without him the entire year. So why not just continue to leave it as it is uh, with him if he's not 100%? And if he's not 100%, and, and I could be wrong on this, but I'm concerned because he came back for one day of practice after having the bye week, and now he's not practiced for two right. days. That tells me he's not going to play.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Either. I thought I think Spencer. I don't think Spencer Ware is going to play either. At least not much, and at least not be too effective. So we'll see. Okay, we got to this point. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, pal. Come well, on, my prediction? Don't yeah. You? I want my prediction? I think, Look at you. you, you got I got all nervous yeah, there. I second. know, and you put me on the spot. Now <laughs> I'm all, now
1: I'm now I'm like every other Chiefs fan here in exactly town. I'm all right. nervous, but. Right. No, I think the Chiefs win this thing uh, like 31-24. I, I think the Chiefs end up 32-24, somewhere in that direction. I think Chiefs score enough points. I think they're going to give up a few. It's going to be a great game. Um, I don't care whether the weather is going to be like it is. I still think it's going to be the same. We saw a lot yeah. of you know scoring was down last week. I don't think that's going to be the case this week. I think this Chiefs offense is going to be ready to go. I think the defense will make a couple stops and they'll win this game.
0: All right. I got 31-30, Chiefs, so we both got them. Either way, as I said, top of the show, somebody in St. Louis said, well, describe the Chiefs fans' of uh, <laughs> angst. And I said two words, adult depends. That's, right. That's where the Chiefs fans are. At the end at of the day, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. You just
1: got to score more points on <laughs> That's Saturday. Exactly That's it. Right. You just got to win this game. That's don't it. Survive in, Survive in advance. Survive in advance. to have to be pretty. Thanks for joining
0: me. Thanks, brother. Uh, Mark Bo Richter. don't forget, get down here. I'm going to give you five minutes, folks. You're on a five-minute clock to sign up for, these, uh, for this tailgate for 15. I'm going to pull it at 7 o'clock here at uh, Zarda Barbecue in Lenexa, 19131 West 87th Street Parkway. Come on down here, and don't forget, $15 classic rib slabs all weekend through Saturday for just $15, or normally $21.50. Come to Zarda, get you some. The official broadcast partner of your AFC West champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Sports Radio 810 WHB.